to the Wildly Creative Women podcast, your daily dose of inspiration, creativity prompts, affirmation, rare stories of transformation and triumph you won't hear anywhere else. And yes, even mini audio courses filled with actionable advice from yours truly that you can't get anywhere else in order to help you find your voice and embrace your wildly creative heart as a woman and as a business owner. If you have ever dreamed of scaling your business, built on your creations without sacrificing your personal life or your sanity, you have definitely come to the right place, sister. If you've ever questioned if now is the time to scale up or perhaps even step away from it all, you're definitely in the right place. If you've ever suffered from burnout and you need some place to go for a daily dose of just peace and sisterhood and stories that are just for you, well, yes, you're still in the right place. So grab a snack, something to take notes, hopefully grab a cozy corner where you can just relax and be with us and then get ready because now we're going to scale your passions with Serenity Sister and grow together through the Wildly Creative Women podcast. Welcome back to the Wildly Creative Women podcast. I am, of course, your host, Sarah, and I am so excited to have you back because we are launching our creativity series. The next dozen or so episodes are going to really help you to unleash that wildly creative side within, especially if she has been hibernating under self-criticism, self-doubt, and possibly even some burnout. So I am really pumped to get things kicked off today with our list of eight ways for you to energize your creativity. And I'm not talking about a Frappuccino. So of course, it's really easy to fall into a creative rut. If you have been working as a creative for any period of time, at least six months to a year or more, it's bound to happen at some point. And if you are anything like me or my clients or a lot of my colleagues and different women that I have talked to throughout the industry, we have struggled at times when we couldn't exactly spark our creativity on command, especially when we had a huge list of clients just waiting for orders that demanded our creativity be top notch. That can be really intimidating, not to mention anxiety inducing, and those are certainly no friends of creativity. So if you have ever felt stuck creatively and wished that you could find some ways to kind of exercise your creative muscles and stretch those skills, you are in the right place today, sister. And I am so excited. Make sure before we go any further 
that you go ahead and subscribe if you haven't already so that you can get every single episode in this creativity series. I've got a whole bunch of surprises planned for you, including some freebies, giveaways, all kinds of fun stuff. And I don't want you to miss a single piece of it. So make sure that you hit that subscribe button if you haven't already, and definitely join your fellow wildly creative sisters in the Facebook group. Okay, enough of that. So if you've ever wished that you could proactively boost your creativity and start to build those muscles, the good news is you absolutely can. All right. So just like any other skill, the ability to increase your creativity will get better with practice, a lot of redundancy and experience. Remember, repetition is the mother of skill. So in fact, I really suggest that you might listen to this episode a couple of times and maybe even download the transcript. Keep it handy for any time you're feeling creatively blocked so you can refer back to this as an easy guide. So without further ado, here are eight ways for you to get those creative juices flowing again. Number one, work in a new environment. Let me tell you, it's amazing how much a change of scenery can help. It's so easy to fall into our ruts. And if you're anything like me, I spent weeks, if not months at a time, kind of waking up, making my way from bed to the coffee maker, to the garden, to the coffee maker, to the garden, to the coffee maker, to the desk. And that's pretty much where I camped out. That was my entire commute and all of my scenery. And for a long time, the garden was not part of it. For a long time, it was really from the bed to the coffee maker to the desk or the couch, wherever I was working in that particular morning and moment. And every time that I forced myself to get out and go somewhere different, I absolutely experienced a little bit of a boost or reawakening, if not an aha moment or several. So I cannot overemphasize enough that it's amazing how much a change of scenery can help. And if you turn off your autopilot and expose your senses to new stimuli, you know, maybe it's a new coffee shop or a park where you can soak up the atmosphere and just people watch a bit, highly recommend that. Or maybe it's sitting on your floor with your headphones on, listening to some music and trying to come up with some ideas for your new project, whatever it is, just try to do it differently today and potentially in a new environment with some type of new stimuli, maybe even just light a new candle, see what comes up for you. And I would love to hear if you do spark any creative ideas or outbursts during your session today in a new environment. So please 
um, head into the Wildly Creative Women Facebook group and drop a note for us there. Don't forget to tag me so that I can um, get back at you. So I definitely want to challenge you to turn off your autopilot and expose your senses to new stimuli today. Number two, pretend you're helping someone else find solutions. I find it so much easier to figure out what I should do when I hear myself giving that advice to someone else, like a close friend or a client. And so sometimes that's how I like to challenge myself and get, I give that advice to friends too, uh, within the business. So many people, I think find it, especially women and especially empaths and creatives find it easier to have these creative ideas when they're helping other people solve their challenges. So you might try to pretend that you're helping a friend and let the ideas flow that way the next time that you're feeling a little creatively blocked. Depersonalizing the issue seems to free up a part of the mind that's otherwise stifled for a lot of us. So I definitely want to challenge you to give that one a shot as well. Number three, brainstorm in pairs. If you know anything about me, you know that I am a huge, maybe even obnoxiously so large cheerleader for collaboration over competition. Don't get me wrong. There's absolutely a place for healthy competition in business, and it can be really energized when it's not, um, when it's not toxic, you know, it can really enliven both, both of you, especially when it's based um, on a healthy relationship of competition, but collaboration can do wonders. So have you ever noticed that when you and a friend or maybe a coworker colleague appear within the business, or maybe somebody from a networking group, uh, when you start brainstorming creative ideas between the two of you rather than when you're in a huge group or just by yourself. Have you ever noticed how that feels differently? It can be a lot more productive, especially versus being in a large group, which can cause a lot of amazing ideas to get lost. Or sometimes when you're already feeling creatively blocked by yourself, just having somebody else to kind of bounce those ideas off of can really help you to kind of get the faucet trickling, so to speak, right? So I want to encourage you to reach out for someone and the Wildly Creative Women Facebook group is a great place to reach out and just put a post and say, hey, I'm looking for someone to be a brainstorming partner with. Do you have 15 minutes? This is what I want to work on. And maybe you guys can bounce ideas back and forth. Maybe each of you have a project. So I would love to see your participation and collaboration in the group there. It's a great place to find fresh ideas from women just like you. Number four, try being creative at a different time of the day. I don't know about you. I have always been a morning person. In fact, I drive some people crazy with how much of a morning person I can be. I am absolutely Miss Mary Sunshine, basically bursting out of bed in the morning. 
Uh, and that's really when I've always preferred to do the bulk of my writing or any kind of work that requires me to really be focused and, and create something. So I've always tried to build my schedule around working in the mornings, but sometimes when I'm feeling blocked, I try to switch things up and maybe make a move to the afternoon or even the evening and the night. And that's the beauty of working for ourselves and working from home, ladies, isn't it? The fact that we can call the shots. And while schedules are really helpful at making sure that we are staying accountable and productive, it's also super important that we keep them flexible and in a position to where we can keep things moving around for ourselves, the more rigid our schedule is, the more stifled our creativity tends to be as well. So make sure that you are giving yourself some room to move around and try new things in order to see what works for you. That is what is ultimately in the best interest of your clients, yourself, and your business overall. So if you normally write in the morning, try the evening, try staying up extra late or getting up extra early for a change. If you're feeling stuck at 9am for a while, maybe it's trying, time to try, you know, a different hour of the day. Set your alarm clock for 3am and before you see yourself up and to work for, you know, 20 minutes or 40 minutes, just try a few different things, trial and error, take notes. I love, this is a great excuse to get yourself another little like cheapo um, journal or dollar journal. I, I don't know about you, but I'm a total journal and planner addict and workbook addict. Uh, my husband it laughs at me because these things make me so happy, but I just love journals and workbooks and planners. Oh my. <laughs> um, so this would be if you're anything like me and you're a huge dork for journals and planners and such this is a great excuse for you to whip one out and to document how all of it goes with you switching up your schedule and things and i highly recommend that you might want to start a creativity or creativity energy journal that kind of helps you to document how all of these shifts and changes go so that you can really look back and see oh you know this this was really working for me or I had a boost here or this kind of really didn't seem to flow with everything I got going on. I don't think I'll try that again. Uh, I think that's a really good helpful tool for you to have and to bring forth with you as you continue for the next however many years in your business and in creativity. Because if you're anything like most of us, you're creating not just in your business, but in your hobbies and in your day-to-day -day life. So we're always nurturing our creative spirit as much as we can so that it can flourish. All right, number five, try some music. Uh, I've got to tell you, there are a few things that can really change your mood so powerfully and get those creative juices flowing faster than the right song. So for this, again, it's a bit of trial and error. Try different types of music, maybe see what works. Um, anything in the minor A uh, is going to tend to provoke a strong emotional reaction, uh, studies show. So be prepared 
that um, if you're looking to have some kind of maybe emotional trigger in order to stimulate something creative, that can be a healthy way of doing so rather than the substances that a lot of people turn to. Um, so really just try different types of music and see what works for you. Uh, but avoid sticking only to your favorites. So if you've got a couple go-to songs, go-to playlists, go-to channels, this is not the time for that. This is the time to branch out and listen to something totally new. Number six, meditate. Meditation is so useful for so many things, and you might not have realized it, but it is also a very useful tool for giving your mind a well-needed break and therefore allowing it to become re-energized. And from there, simple and elegant solutions can frequently reveal themselves to you with just a short period of beginning to practice the meditation meditation, just like much of what we do in our creative lives and businesses is all about showing up. It is not an excuse for you to put more pressure on yourself. Just like yoga practices, it's just about showing up. So if you sit down to meditate and 15 seconds in, in the doorbell rings with a delivery and the dogs go crazy and the baby starts crying and you don't get to finish your practice, it's okay because you showed up. Remember that. So meditation requires little practice, but it is easier to learn than you may think. And the more you do it, just like working out your body, this workout of your brain and your spirit will become easier with time. And meditate on your challenges and your creative challenges, and you'll be surprised to how much your heart and your mind will open and what might arise. Number seven, this might surprise you, but you need to stay hydrated. I know it's kind of annoying and cliche, and it's that advice that seems to be everywhere we go, but we do need to drink a ton of water. Your body is mostly water, right? So even a small degree of dehydration can cause all kinds of biological processes to go haywire, and we don't often have the tendency to think of it, but believe it or not, that is where a great deal of the brain sludge or fog that we often blame on things like menopause and pregnancy and various other things that have to do with being female or being business owners, frankly, um, regardless of our gender or our sex. Um, so if you're feeling stuck, take a minute, drink a huge glass of water. Don't always turn straight to the caffeine that could be dehydrating you. And ultimately just like the alcohol kind of causing a temporary high with the ultimate crash. So I really want to encourage you to alternate that water, maybe sneak in some kombucha, green tea, whatever you like. Um, and really monitor to see if that helps you kind of, spark a little bit of a breakthrough. Always make note of it too. Your journal's a great place to make a note if you had a creative breakthrough after hydrating. And finally, number eight, go outside. Try getting outside for a little exercise. Even if the weather sucks, try to force yourself outside for the simulation. Uh, you know, the late John Denver frequently said that all of his best songs were written immediately after like an exhilarating outdoor activity. 
And he actually frequently like drove race cars and skied and flew experimental airplanes and crazy shit like that. So um, do whatever you can. I'm not saying jump out of crazy airplanes or anything like that. Stay safe, of course. And uh, but ultimately, just challenge yourself to get outside. You don't need a plan or anything. Just get your butt outdoors and do something stimulating. Now, creativity doesn't automatically happen on command. There are times when creativity is needed, but nowhere to be found. So just in case you find yourself getting stumped and overwhelmed in the future, I want to remind you to bookmark this, save it somewhere, make note of it, Whatever it is you need to do, stick it in that special place, maybe even print it out and put it in one of your journals for when you get stumped. This is a piece that you can turn to for guidance time and time again as you are struggling to spark fresh ideas. I get that it can be super challenging when so many areas of our life and business are calling on us to be our creative best. But if one strategy fails to yield you the results that you desire, you can always just try another. And of course, like I mentioned, you can always turn to your community of sisters in the Wildly Creative Women Facebook group. They are full of amazing ideas and tons of support. And I can't wait to see you in there. I love you for listening. How do you feel, sister? Have you had any shifts? Don't forget, the conversation really continues and heats up inside the Wildly Creative Women Facebook group. And I would love to tackle any questions you have about today's show in there, alongside the growing sisterhood of Wildly Creative Women supporting one another and sharing their stories of triumph and tragedy through their creative pursuits. If you have taken anything at all out of today's episode, it would mean the world to me to have you subscribe, like, and share. I love you so much for being here, and I'll talk to you soon.